In this episode of my SBR podcast, I want to explain to you why the finance costs that we charge is not always the same as the interest that we pay. I want to explain to you, in other words, how amortised cost works, what the meaning of that phrase is. Now, this is something that I'm going to explain in the context of financial liabilities accounted for under IFRS 9. But actually, it will also have an application for financial assets, for IFRS 16 on right to use leases, even on provisions, I say 37, when you've got environmental restoration provisions. So I need to give you an example. I like teaching through examples. We're going to have a two year zero coupon bond, which we're going to issue and we're going to raise 10,000. Now, I know some of you are jogging or driving and therefore I'm choosing my numbers really simply. We are borrowing $10,000 for two years and it's a zero coupon bond and we're doing it when interest rates are 10%. So that's right, we've got two different percentages in play. We've got a zero percentage, a zero coupon bond, and we've got a 10%, which is the effective rate, the market rate, the interest rate. Now, because we're calling it a zero coupon bond, it means that we are not actually going to pay any interest. Now, if you think about it, if you wanted to borrow $10,000 and you said, I'm not going to pay you any interest, no one's going to lend you the money. So there is a further piece of information that I'm going to tell you, and that is on the redemption, i.e. after two years, we're going to redeem at a premium of $2,100. OK, so that's where we are. If we borrow money there is always going to be a cost. There is no such thing as a free lunch. So if we're borrowing this $10,000 for two years, there is going to be a finance cost that we need to charge to the profit and loss account over the two-year period. And we're going to calculate that finance cost using the higher of the two percentages that we've been given. We're going to use the 10% the interest rate, the effective rate of interest. So as we've borrowed 10,000, that's the balance for the year. We're going to apply 10% to that. And so our finance cost, our expense is 1,000. Debit P&L, credit liability. So we now owe 11,000. But remember, we're not paying any of it back in the first year. It's a zero coupon bond. So we end the year with 11,000 as a liability. We have charged 1,000 against profit and we have paid zero interest. We've paid no cash out. So this explains why, one of the reasons why, the amount of profit we create is not the same as the cash flow. Here, the profit actually is less than the amount of cash because we've charged, we charge an expense which you haven't paid for. Um, it also explains perhaps in the cash flow statement 
when you think about the operating activities and the indirect method, we always add back depreciation as a non-cash expense. And this is also the same reason why we add back the finance cost as a non-cash expense, because the double entry for that finance cost has been debit P&L, credit liability. It's a non-cash expense. Now, let's move into year two. In year two, uh, we've got an opening liability of 11,000. We've borrowed money at an effective rate of 10%. So there's going to be a further charge in the second year of, yes, 1,100, 10% on the 11,000. So the interest rate expense is slightly higher because of compound interest. So once again, it's a zero coupon bond. So once again, we're not paying any regular sum of money out. So with an opening balance of 11,000, we've just added on to the liability 1,100, debit the expense, credit the liability. And here we are at the end of the two year period, we have a liability now of 12,100. But remember I said that we were going to redeem the loan at a premium of 2,100. So the final one-off lump payment extinguishes the liability because we credit cash, we pay back 12,100 and we debit the liability 12,100. And that 2,100, that premium on redemption represents our finance cost. And that premium on redemption, that finance cost has been spread over the two years matching concept. We've charged the P&L with the cost of borrowing for that particular year. So this is amortized cost. We're not revaluing the liability, but the liability does change every year. Um, it goes up with the finance cost and it will go down with any cash that we have used to repay. And that cash in our example was zero. Um, technically, it would be calculated to zero percent on the nominal value, um, which won't have changed. So the principle of amortized cost is really important. It's applied in financial assets. If you're a lender, uh, you're not charging an expense. If you're a lender, you're earning interest. Um, and it's also applied when you're looking at leases. Uh, because lease liabilities will be measured at present value and therefore you're unwinding the discount. That's another phrase uh, that we use in amortized cost. That effective rate is unwinding the discount. So it's a simple idea. It's one that is or should have been introduced to you and you should be comfortable from your FR studies. So some of you listening may be listening to this from an FR point of view. But at SBR, it's, it's there again and it's assumed and it's an important thing for you to understand. I'm here to help you pass SBR. If you want further support or help, please don't hesitate to reach out and contact me. Um, WhatsApp seems to be a popular way these days. So uh, reach out to me on my WhatsApp number, plus four four seven seven two five three five zero seven nine three. Please don't forget to like or subscribe uh, to this podcast. And yes, I can help you pass SPR. It is achievable. Just ask.